Well, hello, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. Uh, for those of you that you that have been asking where I've been, where are my videos? How come I can't see your videos? The reason for those things is that I haven't been doing any videos uh, with my friend Carrie, who's actually in the backstage waiting right now. But I'm back. Well, not really. I'm back. I mean, I never really went anywhere. I've uh, been working in the restaurant pretty much all the time, every day, and it's been great. And I've had the opportunity to chat with lots of people and meet them. So yeah, that's why I haven't been doing any videos. But guess what? Carrie, guess what? 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 We're doing a video. We're doing a, we're doing a Chris and Carrie show. Chris. Can you believe it? <laughs> I'm so that's excited. My hey, everybody. Says, can you believe it? It's my Carrie from the Whistle Stop Cafe. Not in Mira, Alberta. I'm in my basement in Calgary. It's not a, it's not your mother's basement. It's your basement. It's my basement. Yeah. It's actually You're where I live. I sleep, I sleep on the pool table too. I wasn't supposed to say that. It's, hey, I like your sweater, by the way. I know. It's uh it's one of the freedom ones. Here, I'll uh I'll model it. I think I've modeled it before. Can you read it? It's backwards a bit. It's pretty cool. Okay. I never got one of those. No, you weren't one of the cool kids. You know why I you know. didn't get yours? Because when we when they were giving them out, we were uh we were right at the stage and the convoy, and it was about a year ago. Like it was pretty much a year to the date when I got this thing. Um, we had um, I don't know how many people were at the stage, like dozens and dozens, and they decided to hand these out to anybody, anybody of the truckers, and we all ended up going to what's it called the uh, the Eternal Flame, the thing yeah. the the, <laughs> the one that they extinguished. Because it would have been too warm for us to be out there, and they didn't. Oh like yes, it. So, Centennial Flame, I think, is what it is, and it's supposed to be the Eternal Flame. And they they put it out. So then they had all of us go up there and uh, and do the the photo. Uh, funny story with that is I actually missed that because I had to queue up uh, another speaker. So I kind of got up there just at the very end, but not for the official photo. And they I named think, that flame. What do, what do they name it? The freedom it's flame. now the sometimes flame. <laughs> They're not always on, but kind of, sort of, only if there's no protest flame. Yeah, it's a it sometimes doesn't... on flamey juice box sort of thing. Yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't fit on the plaque that uh, they've, yeah. they've got there. So I actually I did have one of those sweaters for a brief period of time. Um, I can't. Remember, I think we we're in the Swiss hotel, and yep. somebody had a bunch of them, like the with armload of these sweaters. And they gave me one and they gave out a bunch and there was none left. And some people came in and they're like, where'd you get those sweaters? Where'd you get those? And I yep. said, well, these people brought them, but there was none left. So I just gave mine away thinking, like, oh, you know, I'll find one somewhere just else. Just find one later. No, that was a limited edition. I mean, we could probably fake making more of these. And, and I know like Roger Hodkinson never wears his because it's so precious to him. And, and I get it. For me, it's still a piece of uh, clothing, and the more it, more holes I get into it from bonfires, the more it becomes a part of me. So that's why I'm uh, continuing to wear mine. Right. Uh, you know what, Carrie? We yes. are being long-winded like usual. Yes, and we and should uh, notice our guest has popped out and back in again because oh. her internet is probably similar to the internet in Mirror, Alberta. Actually, no. The internet in Mirror, Alberta is good. The internet at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta, for some reason, is just this crazy sci-fi dead zone which where we have no cell service. But anyway, she's in and out, so I think you better uh, maybe let the 
folks watching know who she is and what we're doing tonight. Okay. And well, then let's bring you know her in. So yeah, why don't we do that? I don't know if anybody's actually seen the video that I posted earlier about uh, uh, Tayana. 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 Tayana with a T. With Tayana. It's like Diana with a T. And uh, yeah, maybe uh, can you share this screen? We'll just quickly watch the video that we're in, uh, that we're talking about. Uh, if I can find, oh, yeah, it's this one here. It's got a lot um, of videos. So it this is a, is a bit videos. of an emergency broadcast regarding the digital IDs. Yesterday in Canada, in Justin case? Trudeau met with all of our provincial premiers and basically told them that we will not be able to get funding for our health care unless the premiers agree to the digital IDs. I will show all the proof. Now, those of you who think that digital IDs are great, they are not. Let me show you what, the, what these digital IDs will actually entail when it comes to control. Here's an overview basically of everything that will be included in the digital IDs. This can be found on the WEF website and also on all of the provincial and government websites. You will have healthcare. You will not be able to access any healthcare without this digital ID. Financial system. You will actually not even be able to carry out bank accounts or carry out anything online regarding financial transactions. Food and sustainability. This says for farmers and consumers, you will not be able to get into stores. You will not be able to even sell um, anywhere. Once they have this system in place, this is where the digital currency will come in. Travel and mobility. We saw that with the Arrive Scam app. Um, humanitarian responses, which is basically just garbage. It's in case something happens, they will be able to track and find you, um, including if you don't want anything injected in your body. E-commerce. You will not be able to shop online. Then you have social media platforms. You will literally need this ID in order to get TikTok, Twitter, or Facebook. No more fake accounts. Mm -hmm. You have e-government. So if you want your taxes done, any sort of benefits from there, you will need this. Then it gets even scarier. Telecommunications. You will not be able to actually get an internet provider without this digital ID. And they will be able to track you. And then up there you have smart cities. And we all know what those are. Those of you who think I'm lying, here's the federal condition in order for us to access our money, our tax money. This is basically a hostage situation of our tax money. And what you will see is instigators, government instigators under Twitter, under Justin Trudeau, that basically say we need to push our provincial um, governments to you know, get the money so that we can spend it better. No, we don't. We actually need to call our provincial governments right now, today and tomorrow and every single day until they scrap this digital ID. They cannot pass this without our approval. So I need everybody in Canada to call your provincial governments and literally tell them that this is not going to happen. If we need to privatize, if we need to somehow get into a different system of healthcare, we need to do that. As for everyone in the United States, you're kind of lucky because um, your healthcare is privatized. There's also a lot more internet providers, some that will not go along with it because of capitalism. So your money is actually speaking a lot um, louder in the United States, but Canada, this is coming down the pipeline and it's coming down the pipeline fast and we need to act. So this is a bit of an- There you go, that's how- So this that's, is a bit uh, of an- Stop that. Well. That's yes. Huh. You know what I liked about that video is it was everything that we wanted to say that you and I cannot put in three minutes. That yeah. that that would take us an hour to get out. <laughs> we have a tough time with that, don't we? <laughs> we do. But well, no, that's that's yeah. 
Let's get on that note. Why don't we bring on the star of that show and uh, maybe she can explain that 80 times quicker than we can? Probably. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I apologize for the place that I'm in. It's the only place Justin Trudeau can get to my internet, and I've tried three things. Starling so far is working. (laughs) I was going to say you're in the dark. Is it uh, in a closet or are you? Yeah, I sort of a closet. It's uh it's called it's my work closet. They just kind of shove me in here and I spend months in here. So that's awesome. Well, your your video is just a, a big black square with your name on it. So we can't see you, but we can hear you fine. Yeah. Oh, really? because uh, on my end I'm fine. So okay. uh, it's okay. gotta be let me let me try and stop the camera and maybe reset okay. it. Yeah, now you got a giant T and now nothing. <laughs> Let me try something. This is the wonders of a live show. Here's a story about a man named Chris. So you guys can't see me at all? No, I can't see. Oh, because I can see me fine and it's finally working. I swear, Justin Trudeau's got it out for me after oh, my video went. Yeah. <laughs> after my video went viral, uh, nothing is working properly. So no. that's kind of cool. Yeah. So well, you, you were, that's you. Yeah, it's that's technically you. Yeah. Yeah, that's technically me. <laughs> I don't think I don't remember your nose being quite so triangular, but <laughs> so, close enough. <laughs> But she's on it's on a ski hill and she's got some of that uh, zinc oxide on. Um uh, yes, I see. So you know what? Like oh, there oh, you are. There you are. Let's give that oh, a shot. There I am. See? And if it, even if what you have to do is just there, yeah, you can still talk and we'll just keep you on that one picture, and that looks great. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Can so, you guys see me now though? Yeah, we can see you. It's oh, frozen, perfect. but we can see you. Yeah. One oh, frame that's odd. one frame per century. You know what? So let's uh, let's just get right into this. So um, you're you were born and uh, raised in Bosnia. Yeah. So I was uh, born in former Yugoslavia. Okay. I lived there until five and a half years old. Okay. Um, the war started when I was five, four and a half, five, yeah. um, and then we fled to Switzerland, where we lived in a refugee camp for five oh. years. Wow. Yeah. That's a tale. Yeah. And then, and then you came over here when you were like 10 or something? Yeah, we came over here when I was 10. Basically, the Swiss government told us that they were sending us back because the war had officially been over or ended. Okay. Um, yeah. However, the situation was still basically um, ongoing and the tension between the diff- different ethnic groups were yeah. definitely high. And because uh, my dad's Serbian, I'm half half, um, yeah. we didn't really have anywhere to go to feel safe. Okay. So we applied to New Zealand, um, Canada, United States and Australia. And Canada was basically our first choice. And Canada was the first one to get back to us. So wow. we came here 26 years ago. <laughs> And, and you were happy with that move at that time, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were super grateful, uh, extremely happy. I integrated really well. In, yeah. And I considered myself as much of Canadian as I could be uh, by not being born here. Yeah. And then um, Justin Trudeau came in and pretty much now it's looking like I'm reliving the same steps that happened prior to Yugoslavia going to war, really? um, having a civil war. Yeah. Um, and it's not just Canada. 
Canada. It's Western Europe as well. Yeah. Um, the United States. I've heard that from a, a lot of uh, new Canadians. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've lived through this and basically it is going down the same route pretty much. Wow. So when, uh, so when you came here, obviously, and you've been here for a while, when, when did this all of a sudden click that something wasn't quite right and you needed to go down the, the same rabbit hole that I guess most of us have gone down? So I started going down rabbit holes at 21. Um, this is before Justin Trudeau and everything, just yeah. because I wanted to figure out what caused the war in Yugoslavia. Oh, okay. um, I couldn't really believe that for 50 years we lived peacefully and we had neighbors who grew up together and then all of a sudden they flipped on each other and started killing each other. So, you know, people that grew up and went to elementary school all of a sudden over a political opinion are grabbing guns and killing each other. So I really wanted to kind of figure out what life was all about. And I also mm -hmm. didn't, you know, I started to realize that you, you go to work, you know, nine to five, you go to yeah. sleep. And I'm like, this, this isn't what this is supposed to be. Something's off mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Um, so I basically started researching. And then when Justin Trudeau came in, I knew we were in danger. The minute he won, I I called everybody I really? knew. And I was like, yeah, I was like, get ready because this guy's a globalist. I know Agenda 2021. I know what's about yeah. to happen. Yeah. We're about to get segregated. Um, in the United States, it's already started with the racial segregation and so forth and all of that stuff. I'm watching the feminist movement. I mean, just get out of control with some of the yeah. things that they were saying. Yeah. And now finally that it's all gotten to a, maximum boiling point people are seeing through what most of us have been trying to warn other people about for years yeah so it just it's just super odd to be living through this again and i'm like oh do i have to like flee another country so i was like absolutely not i'm gonna be a pain in the ass for trudeau and these globalists screw them like you know you already screwed up my childhood now i'm about yeah. to like screw up your guys's plans yet dinks so well, good for you to to stick around and uh, and and try and do whatever you can for this because really, where do we go anyways, right? Yeah. I know some friends have gone down to Mexico, some have gone to Belize and Costa Rica, and and yeah, it, that sounds wonderful. And uh, you know, I would certainly love to do exactly the same thing, but it's going to hit there anyways, and it's just a yeah. matter of when it does. And is it better to be the last one standing, or is it to try and nip this in the butt? at the beginning or i mean it's obviously not in the beginning but as quick as we can and stand up to this and then decide whether or not we should be uh doing a, a completely different path from the rest of the world create our own communities etc cetera, etc cetera. so um there's a lot of a lot of things that we can be covering today too because uh looking at your your videos like i said so you know, talking about the digital ID and, and you went through uh, on your, your TikTok video and you talked about the, the like basically everything that we've been talking about for the last few years. Right. And, and, and in terms of uh, um, anything from 15 minute city uh, and, and healthcare and how you're going to access your banks and, and all that. And, um, you know, I, I'm 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 still in shock that a lot of people don't get what's going on, and we need to uh, to figure out how to wake a lot of these people up. So, having yourself on TikTok, you've got a platform now where you can actually make these three minute videos and get out there. And you've got some videos out there that have over a million views. There's one on the uh, uh, the Jeffrey Epstein and um, Gillum Maxwell, uh, which again, all in three minutes, 
And these are the types of things that people should be uh, shouting loud and uh, loud and far to get people aware of what's going on. Yeah, um, so I like to do a bunch of stuff just to kind of conglomerate everything into one. Um, yeah. So I will go down investigative um, platforms, which I've done for years. Yeah. Um, I just kind of kept in the background because I'm a huge hermit. So I'm not <laughs> used to any of this. Like right now, my head is spinning. There's people like, oh, you want to talk to this person? I'm like, dude, I yeah. don't even know. Like, and I'm just, just so, really good at researching. Yeah. Just so people know that her uh, her TikTok handle is introverts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was by accident. I, I read something online about the uh, vaccines finally news coming out and I just had enough and I had like yeah. just a rant about basically all these vax pushers being lobotomized NPCs yeah. and um I just lost it and that went viral and I was like oh no what yeah. did I do <laughs> and then one thing led after another after another but um a lot of people now that aren't awake like if they're not awake they're hopeless they're part of that 20 percent of NPCs and I call yeah. them NPCs because they honestly are just background people yeah. like non-player characters yes yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I've studied these people for years. They do not have an internal voice. They are very impulsive. They don't have a conscience. They just basically get their downloads from the TV and yeah. they just go on that. Like there's no depth to these people. Yeah. And they all have that fluoride stare, you know, <laughs> where they barely blink. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, get the vaccine. And it's yeah. like, okay, zombie, how about you go get 35 for me and me and everybody else? Like at this point, yeah. I'm on the, siding with the elites. You, you guys definitely go get your boosters, you yeah. know? Um, so I don't think it's about waking those people up. It's about basically grabbing the actual human beings with a soul yeah. and um, telling them, hey, listen, we have the power. And if they don't want us part of that society, we can definitely build a completely separate parallel society because yeah. after all each one is money lost into that capitalistic system that makes money off of us that so eventually if even 50 percent, even 30 percent of us exit the market um that would be a huge hit to most of these corporations that are pushing all of these agendas yeah. and that pyramid scheme that's basically we're in a ponzi scheme that's mm -hmm. all that is this yeah. entire system that has been built yeah these corporations don't understand that they're going to be on the chopping block as well. Mm -hmm. Like they have no idea that the, these elite governments, once they're in place, once the NWO is in place, they will be the last to go. And yeah, you're right. the corporations yeah. will be government owned. But the way they have built the pyramid structure is that every structure above the regular normal people thinks they're going to be spared in the end, mm -hmm. but they're not. And they're not far behind from the chopping block. So at this point, the only thing we can do is basically just get these rats out of society, put the light on them, because yeah. they've been doing all of this stuff in the shadows for so long that it's um, it takes them a while to infiltrate our yeah. governments and our societies and our minds and our kids and schools. And it actually doesn't take long to dismantle what they're trying to do. All you have to do is shine the light and say no, and pretty much turn your back on it. Like we don't need protests. We don't need people are saying, oh, well, we are, we're going to have to arm ourselves. No, you won't. Like, yeah. honestly, this is not, they're playing a very um, skillful, knowledgeable game. And yeah. they're very good at the chess pieces. And all we have to do is, watch what they do, learn their patterns, learn how they work and work opposite of that. So, so this well, is- a I have cool to interrupt you for a second. Who's they? 
Uh, the shadow governments, the UN, basically NATO. UN is will be the head of the NWO. NATO will be their kind of um, army, the world army. And right now they're just gathering all the powers into one. So, and whoever's behind the UN are basically very, very elite, powerful families that live in the shadows that people call the Illuminati. I just call them a bunch of parasites. Mm -hmm. um, they're not the Illuminati. If you really go back far in history, they've just stolen from these Illuminati um, and they think that they're knowledgeable in things, but they're not. So for those of you watching who don't know, um, NWO is not a 90s rap group. That's NWO. <laughs> what we're talking about here is NWO is in the New World Order. Yeah. Yeah. And if you Google New World Order, it's going to come up as conspiracy theories, yeah. but they renamed it to the liberal liberal global agenda. So when people say, why do you hate the liberals so much? I'm like, because they're at the helm of basically infiltrating our governments, our media and everything. So, um, so this is, this is biblical it, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's. This this is a this is a spiritual thing because they the, the Illuminati, the New World Order, they actually believe in Satan. And most of these people don't understand that. They oh, don't they understand the, the symbology. Yeah, oh, they yeah. Were, they were at the Grammys. Yeah, we saw them. Yeah. Actually, they, I, I just want to I want to throw something out there real quick. Um, I don't often express my faith online, but there's something that I, I had a conversation with someone the other day, and they mentioned how what we're going through right now is a spiritual <clears throat> war. This is good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And I agree, but there's something I want to point out for every God-fearing individual out there. The battle between good and evil was actually fought and won over 2,000 years ago on the cross. So for those of you who know and understand that what's happening today is a battle between good and evil, it's already been won. So if you're concerned or you're, you're freaked out about all, all, all this, just kind of keep, keep that in mind. This battle was already won on the cross, and and what we're experiencing now is just this is just the rest of the the story playing out. Mm -hmm. So anyway, continue. Okay. Yeah. So some people say, you know, oh, you're just religious, you're co you're kooky, you know. I'm like, well, I have a bachelor's in science and molecular biology and biochemistry, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm really good with computers. So um, when people label me, oh, you're just like a Bible thumper, or you know, you're this or whatever, it's like, no, I'm kind of branched out everywhere and mm -hmm. no matter how far deep down even the scientific um route you go you will find that there's something called sacred sacred geometry even in our cells and that even today scientists don't know how dna so perfectly and so um eloquently made was made from the big bang theory so either way you go down you will find god eventually at the yeah. end of the road and isn't that what um, we're and so i know a lot of people go ahead sorry you all go ahead you just froze there so oh, i wasn't sure if uh, you were done <laughs> oh yeah no sorry i'm done yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say because uh and one of your one of your videos i wasn't going to bring it up but it, it struck me funny so um at cern in uh, in france they're actually looking for a thing called the god god particle and uh so they're they're using ultra high uh energies to uh to smash particles together etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh in one of your videos you actually uh talk about a thing called uh, the mandela effect yeah 
And so this is actually, a, it's a very interesting um, uh, philosophical argument, I guess, is that um, there are things that we remember, at least as a collective, we remember. But when we actually go back and we look to make sure that they are correct, they are not. And one of the things you happen to bring up happened to be about, and I'm, Chris doesn't know what I'm going to say, so I'm going to ask him. So do you remember The Price is Right, Chris? Yes. Da, 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 da. And gropey, gropey, gropey pants. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, he was a groper, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, and Drew Carey took over, right? Do you remember why Drew Carey took over? Uh, wasn't there some sort of a scandal? Mm, was it? Uh, did uh, did someone pass away on the show? I don't remember. You don't remember that? Okay, I do remember. Reading or hearing somewhere that Bob Barker passed away. It's probably Absolutely. Facebook. I would have I would have bet all of Chris's money on that fact. <laughs> which which we have done at VLT sometimes. Um, think, hold on a second. I, yeah. I've you, got all of my money in my pocket here. There you go. All your tunies. So, Good. Yeah, it's like four dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> so so what are you what are you saying? Anyway, the point is, is that no, Bob Barker did not pass away. But if you collectively asked people, I would say the majority of them thought that Bob Barker died. But you know what? There's well, so many other Mandela effects out there. There's uh, uh, cartoons. Uh, you know, if if you're looking up, uh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Does he have a tail or does he not? And, you know, it's one of those questions where if you ask people and, and you're kind of thinking about, yeah, he has a tail and you go look and it, and he doesn't like it's just one of these weird, uh, weird things. And to get back to the certain thing, the the uh, the uh, hypothesis is that when CERN was turned on and I forget which year it was, 2012 or 20. Yeah, I think it was 2012. As a matter of fact, um, we uh, we launched into a different universe. So everything that we're looking at doing right now, like a lot, (laughs) but it is a rather interesting thought experiment for sure to, to be thinking about that sort of thing. Well, yeah, I, I, I can see people thinking Bob Barker died though, because he was like 108. Yeah. Actually he's 99 right now. Close enough. Same thing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. Now, if you combine that with uh, how, how truth and reality are created yeah. these days. Yeah. It's not cre- it, truth. Truth can be created by the media by repeating the same thing over oh, and over and over yeah. again yeah. until it becomes the truth. Yeah. Uh, for example, safe and effective. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. become the truth. Anything that is like not. three words long, something like that, uh, build back better. You know, you've probably heard that one once or twice. Yeah. 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 And three is a very symbolical number for them. So yeah. anytime you see build back better, or you know, if it's yeah. uh, just transition, like it just has that ring to it. Yeah. Um, it's basically a plan for them, and yeah. uh, it should be proceeded with with 
very like caution um if people i mean they've stolen our history they've stolen everything they've put us under hypnosis um they constantly put things on tv to put us asleep they drug us through chemicals through pharmaceuticals and if they were truly that powerful they wouldn't have to use all of these very um low-balling methods to control us so people are saying well they want better education i'm like have you ever talked to a gen z they literally think that the titanic was just a movie i mean yeah. i don't think they want us educated they do definitely do not want us asking questions they do not want us thinking critically and yeah. so i found that even university it was just indoctrination and i don't even know why i went to school because everything that i learned in science was flipped upside down during 2020. I mean, some of the things that they were saying, I, I'm like, I have books that say the complete opposite. They've changed the meaning of vaccine. Now I've got a bunch of NPCs coming to me. Yeah. yeah saying vaccines don't make immunity. I'm like, you idiot. That's literally the only point of a vaccine is yeah. to you know, make but both immunity. science and truth, truth are relative. So, you know, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. And so we're, we're, if we're just going to change this, my, you know, what's the point of going to university? I mean, might as well crash that whole system then if you're just going to change it every two years, change meanings. And so I think basically 2020 woke a lot of people up and they're waking up in a storm. <laughs> it's a complete shit storm. And I feel sorry for the people who are just waking up right now because uh, I, I, I feel sorry for them because it's overwhelming. I mean, it's, it's, it's very overwhelming. So I try and assure people and I tell them, I'm like, listen, everyone needs to just calm down. We have the power. Uh, we just need to be educated, get knowledge and stick together and really work together. And I even try to warn people about instigators, government instigators, um, because government instigators will infiltrate groups. They will incite violence. They're very emotional. They will go on people's emotions. And so, um, yeah, I try and educate people on basically how the governments infiltrate all of our groups with the January 6th. Um, that's a great example. Mm -hmm. It was found out it was an FBI informant. And then the cop that was talking, I've got pictures of him and uh, Hunter Biden buddy buddy after January 6th, which is a little odd for a cop to be buddy buddies with uh, Cracky McCrackhead there by uh, Hunter. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, people just need to be really aware of their tactics and they only have a few tactics. They, they're not very smart. It's just yeah. those tactics work over and over again. But if we expose them, they can't really do anything to us. We're going to tactics have been used for thousands of years. It's not oh. the first time this has happened. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. We have literally thousands of years of documented history of the exact same things happening to us. And for some reason, as human beings, we think that we're so smart and enlightened these days that it can't happen to us again. Meanwhile, that's yeah. what every other society has said as these things have happened to them. Let me just and go it, get the book again. It's the yeah. same. <laughs> and it's just a repeat cycle too. And then that's what the resets are. And yeah. they play the resets. And every time we reset, unfortunately, we lose more information of the past. And mm -hmm. that's why we need to stop this because we've lost like six to 5,000 years of knowledge so yeah. far and yeah. we're in this digital age where literally they can just shut off any website i yeah. like i made a TikTok Absolutely. yesterday i'm yeah. in TikTok jail right now it didn't even upload before it even uploaded i got put in TikTok jail i go back to that website it's been scrubbed off the internet 
Wow. Like it doesn't exist anymore. I've asked three people to Google the same thing that aren't even within my distance. And they're like, that doesn't exist. What are you talking about? I was like, dude, like this is insane. But um, I yeah. I don't know if you want to mention what that was. Don't get too excited about that though, because that type of thing is for your safety. Oh yeah, you totally. You must be protected from yourself at all costs. Yeah. And, and if it is for your safety, it is for if your it doesn't safety. come from the ministry of truth, then it's yeah. not acceptable. Yeah, that's so true. Everybody needs to read 1984. Like yeah. if you haven't yeah. read 1984, you have no idea what's going on. And we're living 1984 right now. Right. Get a copy while you can. And people think that George Orwell is some sort of a, a prophet. He wasn't a prophet. No. He, he was a, actually, he was a democratic socialist yeah. and he just understood people and he paid attention to history. And by doing those two things, he was able to um, prophesize what was going to happen in the future. And it happened a few years later than 1984, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah. So, his, now, oh, sorry, George Orwell, I've done an extensive research on him. Um, that was his, that wasn't his real name. That was his pen name. And um, his best friend is a Collins and Collins are basically at the top of the 13 families that run the world. So I think he had insider information on oh, that. Right. That is why everybody right. should read George Orwell's 1984. Um, he did not predict, predict it. He knew it because his best friend was a Collins. And uh, that last name is one hmm. of the 13 families who runs the world. So. Hmm. I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> I, I've read the book a couple of times. I haven't read it in the, it, like since uh, uh, the scandemic happened, but I'm, I should go back and an animal farm, of course. That's the other one we get a we copy while you can. We'll often uh, quote things from that, or at least uh, give the the, the story. Um, well, let's. I, I think let's try and get this train back on the tracks, Carrie. I was just gonna say. Oh, so <laughs> one of the things we want to talk about is. Uh, uh, the whole Thornhill uh, land grab. And uh, my understanding is that you ended up helping them out in order to kind of fight back against the system. Do you want to, do you want to share that story with us? Yeah. So usually when um, things like this go viral, people don't really know what to do. Um, yeah. They don't understand the law. They don't understand their powers. They don't understand what to do. So basically what I did was I called the GSA group. I talked to the owner of the GSA group, which is basically the group that's writing um, their policy for the land bylaw use. Yeah. And I talked to the owner and I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm an investigative journalist. I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'll give you my name, everything. You can have my number. Mm -hmm. um, but however, if you do lie to me, I'm like, I will find out within two minutes of being on the internet. Yeah. So I asked him straight up. I was like, are you part of the UN? Do you know that you're part of the UN? Who are you? Yeah. Um, where did this group come from? How long have you been working with this? And he's like, I'm not ready for any of this. I've had people calling me and I don't know how to answer this. I'm like, well, let me put it straight to you. I'm like, you, what you're doing here and this contract that you're making is a land grab. Whether yeah. you're aware of it or not, I'm like, you will be thrown under the bus for this because there's a video going around that's kind of viral. I'm like, I can help you out and tell you, you know, if you know things. And just from hearing his conversation, he was scared. He, you can tell he really didn't know. And he said he was going to call the counties and pretty much tell them that, you know, uh, he doesn't understand what's happening. So then I asked him, you know, who uh, basically is dictating how many animals you need? Who is that? Is that you or is that somebody else? So he told me, hey, listen, it's the animal control. And I'm wondering why would animal control do that? I'm like, okay, perfect. So now 
I have to go after animal control. And then I was like, who is saying this for the counselors of this? They're like, this is all coming from the counselors. I'm like, do you know where that information is coming from to them for them to push this? He said, well, there's like this and this. So I was like, okay, perfect. So I spent about four days on uh, online researching this, um, trying to see how everything's connected. And then I just told people, listen, we have to start calling these counselors and these mayors out because they have no idea what, what's going on. Yeah. They're getting initiative money initiatives yes, um, they to are. push this yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and they have no idea why. They're just like, oh, well, if I get this money initiative, the people will be happy of this town. And so four days after that video went viral and I kept calling, like I called my mayor, my mayor like hates me, um, but that's okay i'm a pain in his ass but uh it's a good way to be so now all of a sudden people are uh, reviewing their land bylaws and everything and i just get uh, an email thorhill county um they've scrapped basically the land bylaw use and they will not be revisiting it that's so basically it just it just stopped like there was no warning of why nothing it just kind of stopped and we won Kind of that case and then people in other counties started going through the yeah. stuff yeah. and now i'm actively researching these secret groups these ngos which are non-government organizations which yeah. are basically just a branch of the c40 which is a branch of the paris accord yeah. um and i'm researching them hard and there are so many and it looks like the corporations are about to take um basically hostage of the entire plan to try and push it through capitalism and that's why i was like if they manage to get this digital id through that means if these corporations get a hold of us and we start getting the social credit system we're done um so that people need to reject that and then some people go online they're like it's voluntary i'm like yeah like the vaccine but if you make the wrong choice you basically lose everything that's not voluntary that's coercion i mean english isn't my first language and some of these people are like coercion is different i'm like i'm okay listen npcs at this point i'm like i'll drive you to go get your 35th booster like this is just like ridiculous you know i just don't even want to talk to these people anymore they're so hopeless that um at this point you know i'm siding with the elites on what to do with them so yeah yeah (laughs) there you go yeah i know people have been trying to get a hold of you in order to uh to speak and to uh uh you know to basically give them some some advice now my understanding is that uh you're you're in northern bc are you not yeah right now i'm working northern bc but i actually live in northern alberta okay and you can tell from the internet how great it is <laughs> on her end. Uh, so, doing live streams are probably not the uh, the best thing for uh, for doing this. But I mean, it's certainly working fine for us in terms of uh, getting the audio for sure. Um, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm not gonna put words in your mouth and say that uh, you you. It sounds like you're you're definitely interested in 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 helping out and, and talking to people. And I think one of the things would be like. And my understanding is you did a rumble video that actually talks about the land grab thing. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I basically kind of introduced people to the puzzle pieces that are at play. Um, yeah. And I've just been so busy and swamped um, yeah. this week that I haven't even done one rumble video, but I can do a rumble video basically telling people what to look for, yeah. um, where to go in their counties. And the reason why they're coming after Alberta and they will come after Saskatchewan is because we are the loudest. And if yeah. they take us down, we're we're done as a country. I mean, BC yeah. sold out to the UN. I agree. I, like, 
and I feel sorry for BC, but I mean, you guys voted your way into enslavement, and unfortunately, BC will be a throwaway um, like province. I feel sorry for anyone in northern BC because you're getting dragged down because of people in Vancouver who are too um, basically programmed to see the bigger picture. Um, Ontario, I feel bad for you because Ford, I don't know what they have for, um, I guess, blackmail on the Ford family, but that guy well, is. is yeah. Oh yeah, he's Christia and Justin Trudeau's little lap dog. Like yeah. at this point, he might just wear a shirt that says Justin Trudeau's yeah. fanboy, you yeah. know? So um, basically there are rats in the conservative party as well. And um, people need to really be aware. And now with the election coming up here in yeah. Alberta, I am, there's a huge portion of people that don't know which way to vote. And I'm like, yeah. whatever you do, do not vote NDP. Like, yeah. I don't care if you go for the independence party, yeah. like, you know, like go for PPC, anything, anything but the NDP. They already tried to do the Y2Y land grab when they were in power. Yeah. I mean, the health minister, you know, like, yeah. and she called us sewer rats. Yeah. I mean, basically it's going to be the end of Alberta. If the NDP come in again and they have four years under us, like oh, yeah. we're done. We are, yeah. this country is completely done because yeah. Alberta and Saskatchewan are the ones last left for independence. Yeah. And we need to get pretty much either on paper, we need to get as far away from Ottawa as humanly possible while Justin Trudeau is in power. Because what they wanna do, um, another sinister plan of theirs is to eliminate our elections. And they can do that with a digital ID. Because if you don't vote for Justin Trudeau, you can lose three points or four points or whatever they put in. They decide, yeah. Yeah, so we, we're going we're going to have Kim Jong-un 2.0. And I don't I gotta, think I can take 30 years of watching Justin Trudeau's face or his socks. I got to point something out before I forget. Yeah. So you mentioned that you, you think that BC is a throwaway and maybe Ontario, but uh, it's important to note that when, when you're talking about independence, um, one of the things that the Clarity Act outlines is that independence for a province is not limited to just the entire province. It could be a part of the province. That's true. So, yeah. you know, the, the lower mainland for the most part and, and, you know, Victoria and a lot of Vancouver Island, not all of it, but they're very, very on board with a lot of these things. And they're so willing to just march straight to the slaughter yeah. and more power to them. That's, you know, if that's their choice, then let them go. But Northern BC, uh, Northern Ontario, they don't have to do that. They could just right. as easily walk away as an as an entire province. Yeah. They could simply yeah. get together, stand up, say, no, we're not going with you. Enough is enough. And that's it. It's yeah. done. Yeah. So there is hope for them, but it is kind of like, you know, the the dumb and dumber kind of, you know, you, about a one in a million chance. Well, we have a chance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to show that, uh, Chris, you can probably share that screen now that uh, they are talking about the 15 minute cities. And of course the big one that we were just, there was just a protest on the weekend is in Edmonton. And uh, they've actually divided it up into a draft districts. This is not, this is not conspiracy stuff. This is actually right on the edmonton.ca website. And they talk about the district. So um, uh, of course, one of our, one of our esteemed colleagues, Chris Sky, was up there this past week with uh, talking with the protest, and he was actually talking the video that I saw with one of the uh, the engineers or one of the planners, I guess, city planner, to talk about how this dis district would be done up. And of course, 
he i would say he was definitely an ndp supporter and he was he thought that having 15 minute neighborhoods 1.5k in distance and you could walk and you could get everything that sounds great and then some of the questions that uh chris sky was asking him made perfect sense it's like so if uh you know like what are the, what are the streets going to be laid out as are, are you going to have less parking lots are you going to have more bike lanes and and all that and the guy the planning guy really did not want to answer the question but eventually chris did get the information out that basically said yes they will be uh limiting the amount of traffic going in less cars less parking lots more more space for electric vehicles if there's going to be any cars and uh and the whole point is really just to get pe more and more people downtown or more and more people in their districts i'm not going to say downtown so that they can basically walk and be part of that community and then of course the next question that uh, chris asked was so what happens at the borders of those districts and again he avoided the question but we kind of understand that if it goes as far as it's going to go those will probably be patrolled they'll either have uh, the police or maybe the rcmp i mean they're going to end up probably hiring more and more people in that uh uh Gary, they don't have to do that no, so they're doing no. This in oxford i was in, just i was just gonna say because and the way this the yeah. way this works is yeah. So, oh, do you know what they do in China that that Justin Trudeau admires so much? Yeah. They have the world's most advanced surveillance system That's monitoring right. every man, woman, other, and child in China. It's a very they smart don't, system. They don't need people to patrol. They can, they can, they have facial recognition software yeah. that if you spit on the street, it will it reads your face and sends you a fine or docks your your uh your your you, it docks you points yeah. and it's the same thing what they're going to want put they could potentially do with the 15 minute cities if yeah. you leave your district yeah. they could dock you points because you're now your carbon footprint is too high yeah. if you drive outside of your district it would simply read your tag and you would get a fine in the mail and it would dock you points yeah. these things are already happening in other parts of the world now there's some not so smart people on the stream right now uh talking about how i love 15 minute cities because i said i love the idea of 15 minute cities mm -hmm. and i do because it's great right being able to get everything you yeah. need within 15 minutes we actually we pay more money for that yeah in yeah. real estate yeah but here's the problem as in with anything the government does it's only great until it's not great anymore yeah. And it won't be great anymore when these things start happening. Like when you decide, oh, I want to go visit my friend in this district. And then you get a bill in the mail for your carbon footprint to go out of your district. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. And if you think the technology doesn't exist and it's going to be hard to do, it's not. Edmonton already has uh, cameras everywhere. So does Calgary. Actually, most major cities in Canada already have them yeah. and across the globe. Yeah. And this is quite literally a flick of a switch. And we go from, hey, this is a great 15-minute city. We're near everything we need. We can walk to work to yeah. a, oh, my goodness, we're prisoners in our district, and we can't leave. Yeah. 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 Is Mira a 15-minute city? I don't even know. It's a, Mira it's is like a 30-second city by driving. <laughs> but, you know, it would be 15 minutes to walk from the railroad tracks to uh, to the whistle stop. It might even be 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah, it could be. Now, here's the, here's the thing. So people have, 
again, some lower intelligence people have been saying, oh, you live in Mirror. It's a 15-minute city. You must love 15-minute cities. No, I love being left the hell alone. That's why I live in Mir. Leave me alone, right? That's why. That's why I live in a small town. Yeah. But small towns are not sustainable in the uh, NWO in the new plan going forward in the Build Back Better in the Green New Deal. Small cities are not sustainable. And if you look at what's going on in Holland right now, and I can tell you it's happening because First I was town. there. I went to check yeah. it out. Yeah. They are literally trying to push people out of rural areas by making it impossible for them to maintain their life there and move them into cities. They have plans to build a huge city in the north part of Holland where everybody will live. And that's coming to Canada as well. It's outlined in Agenda 2030. It's been in there since 2008 was the first time that I saw it. We've known about this coming for 14 years. And yet people are still being stupid and and just commenting things like that like these things that are coming the health the the digital id for healthcare that it's a great idea right we can share our healthcare with other provinces or our health information we can get access to services fast that's awesome until it's not anymore yeah if they can flick it off with a switch how yeah. great of an idea is that if yeah. you ever have a problem with what the government saying and you're completely digital id and a digital citizen would you think they're going to think twice about flicking the switch? They didn't think twice about seizing people's bank accounts who protested discriminatory federal government policies. These and things are all great ideas. They're, they're all great yeah. ideas until they become our downfall. And that's what the problem is. And I it's so, so easy for them to implement because I was at AMA, I think last week or the week before, when um, when basically our uh, our premier said that you can go in and sign up for digital ID for, is it for healthcare? I figure what it was, but where you would get a hundred dollars. Uh, no, it was a, uh, it was like a rebate or, or to help, uh, to help. So that costs, that's different. But what I was going to say, it, that's a, it's a step, right? It's a step. But well, that, that's been around for quite a while. And I signed up for that in order to get my apprenticeship because you have to have an Alberta digital ID in order yeah. to be, have an apprenticeship or have your schooling stuff um held somewhere and all the information there and it is a it is a good idea like your registries how awesome is it that you can just log into your digital id and all the alberta government website and get your registration but what happens when all of a sudden you can't yeah right that's the big thing but what i was going to say is so there was a there was a lot of people lined up at ama in order to get that that hundred dollars a month for six months you know what I find really funny is we were taught if your friends jump off of a cliff, would you do it? Yeah. Apparently 90, 80% of Canadians, 100% would. Yeah. And then we were taught don't take candy from a stranger. But when the government offers you hamburgers and a $100 gift card, you take an experimental shop for that reason. Like that is the equivalent of the candy and you're getting it from a stranger. You, we don't know the government. I don't know Justin it's Trudeau. Just, from a hole it's in not the only ground candy from a stranger. It's candy from a stranger in a 1992 Dodge rally van with teardrop <laughs> windows. Yeah, like there's red flags all over this and people are like, well, I wanted the hundred bucks. I'm like, dude, you just took something that like I know scientifically is not what they're saying it is on TV for a hundred bucks. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, 
oh, wow, like we are in trouble as a society. And so sure. half the time I look at these NPCs and I'm like, hey, if you guys want to live in prison, like just go lock yourself up, like leave yeah. the rest of us alone. Just go go down to the police station, walk in there and just be like, yeah, I want to get locked up and I want to be told what to do because I'm too lazy to work and I don't want to work. Go go to jail. Do something like lie. Tell the cops you stole something. I don't know. Just leave the rest of us alone because we have the weakest of the people just dragging us down. And I don't know when we turned into like letting the weak lead the people. I mean, mm -hmm. we're letting people with mental instabilities. We can't even say anything to them because it's a human right violation for me to say, hey, listen, this is kind of wrong. I don't want to accept this. Like, I'm not hurting that person. And they're saying, well, words is violence. Yeah. No, me punching you in the face is violence. Me telling you to F off is a warning. Like, yeah. Yeah. when did let, we let me show live you the in difference. this upside down world? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You may have heard at the one of the swimming pools here in Calgary, there was a, uh, uh, a well, a transgender guy, girl, in uh, in the woman's washroom, walking around, you know, flicking his nads out, and um, and of course, little girls are in there, and of course, it was like, wait a minute, this this is not a thing. This like this should not be happening. They either should go to their own change room Whoa, or whatever oh, it was. Just back up a second. Yeah. Can you Say that again. Are you, you're saying like, so there was a guy, a guy, but is a transgender just in terms of dressing or just didn't identify as yeah. a man was in a woman's dressing room. Right. And changing and his schlong is sitting out there and the kids are, are in there getting changed and they see this guy. Carrie, I have to stop you right there. You big. Okay. okay. Have you never seen how, have you never seen a woman with a penis before? Uh, no. Seriously. <laughs> Anyways, the, the point so, that I wanted to make with that particular yeah. example is that, um, you know, it, it, it came to the attention of a group of people and they ended up going and protesting. And actually, first of all, they ended up calling to say, I don't think that this is right. There shouldn't be a, uh, a guy that identifies as a girl in the washroom with little girls and, and all that. And and I know people that called and basically have said to the, the, the receptionist saying, you know, I don't agree with this. And they say, well, we can't do anything because it's a human's right, human rights issue. But yet the comeback to that was, well, you didn't have any problems when it was a human rights issue last year. Yeah. In terms of the vaccine. Right. We so, were told, but, but at that time, yeah, but at that time, but so that I want to, I got to make, I got to clear something up because I know the, the internet is about to explode and I can already hear that girl with those glasses, with the weird hair screaming about Trump pounding yeah. her keyboard yeah. uh, that I hate trans people. Yeah. I do not. I don't give a shit yeah. what you do with your body. If you're an adult and you're making your own decisions with informed consent. I don't care. As a matter of fact, I have, um, we've had a few trans people come to the Whistle Stop Cafe oh, of course, and of course. have yeah. meals there. And I sit and I talk to them and I respect them as human beings. Absolutely. And that's their decision. Um, the whole the idea about drag queens. Yeah. I probably would enjoy going to a drag show because it it's interesting and it's fun, but it's an adult thing. Yeah. I yeah. do not have a problem with any of these of these folks. What I have a problem with is a man who says he's a woman who still has a penis showing his penis to other 
children. Yeah. That I have a problem with. Yeah. And I'm sorry if people think I'm a bigot for that, but at some point you have to draw a line between accommodating accommodating everybody's feelings about something yeah. and the facts of what you're doing. That's where my line is. And it, it's it's very interesting that the trans people I know and the and the members of the LGBTQ yeah. community that I know yeah. agree with me on most of these things. Yeah. Yes, they do. You know, so just to clear that up, um, I do not have any problem with people who want to live their lives differently than me. What I have a problem with is when it affects kids the way that it has been. So yeah. I hope that clears it up. Very so clear. Basically, um, the psychology behind that is what the government does is any group that is about to be, um, I guess, put on a pedestal and protected on the media, um, know the government will use them in about a year or two to create chaos. And then they're victimized so the government the can play hero. Yeah. Exactly. But they're also used by the government to um, enact an agenda that they want. So right now they really want to push the pedophilia agenda and they will do that through the LGBTQ community. And unfortunately, the LGBTQ community is actually falling for it. So they did this with the feminist movement, too. They protected all women. Oh, we should believe women. And now all of a sudden, if you're a woman, well, you're not really a woman. You're just a bleeder or I don't know. And we can have men, you know, go into your um, sports. So yeah. any group that that they protect know you will be used in a government propaganda scheme in about a year so look at the vaccinated what happened to them you were heroes you were saving lives and now you're dying in a bunch of murders hmm. like and this and this is what the he whatever group is being pushed on tv right now or whatever group of people or if they're yeah. creating a group of people know that you will be used by the government to be the bad guys yeah. and so um just if if there's a swimming pool that allows this stuff every single parent should just stop going to that pool there's no yeah. point in calling there's no point in anything just completely yeah. stop going to that pool until yeah. they tank and they completely go out of business do yeah. not give them a penny of your business. If yeah. you have a gym membership there, um, let people know. Go outside, educate people that this is what happened in this area, and then get people to basically cancel their memberships there and just tank that business. And then what we do is we take that money and we open up something where we have rules um, and we can have rules. Hey, this is a transgender bathroom. So if you're identifying as a woman but you have a penis, this is the bathroom you go to. You know what I mean? And then they go there because that's not the reaction that they want. Yeah. So you're not breaking human rights and you're not kind of playing this. But uh, protesting doesn't work. You literally have to just stop going there. You have to blast it online and people just need to kind of just pull their money out. The minute they feel that money leave their organization, in three months, they will change their tunes and they will start basically patrolling and policing. And that's why I always say to Americans, you guys are lucky everything's privatized because money speaks louder than votes and protesting. So when people were saying like 10 years ago, shop local, stop shopping at Walmart, do not shop at Amazon. It's because you made these people billionaires. They don't take that money and put it back into circulation. Then they come in and buy up all of these small businesses that actually did put money back into the circulation of the communities. And now they're hoarding that money. 
and then they have to print more money. They input money, which causes inflation. So if people only understood the system and the entire aspect of it, instead of, well, if I buy this at Walmart, I'm going to save money. It's like, no, you're going to tank yourself. Like you're, we're all going to get tanked. It's all about convenience. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about convenience. So buy local, don't even protest that pool in Calgary, blast them online and anybody within that vicinity, go there every weekend, give up flyers, tell people what happened and get them to pull out, get them to pull out all of their memberships. Because I mean, it is a, it is protected under the human rights now, but these companies are going to, you know, promote wokeness. Well, then they just should, they should go out of business because there's more of us than there are the woke people. Go woke. Go, Go bro. bro. That's right. Exactly. I was just going to make sure that I I do say it is the Canyon Meadows Pool and Fitness Center in Calgary. So if anybody wants to uh, make some phone calls or go stand outside with a flag or something, uh, go ahead. That sounds like a fun thing to do. On a... You know, yeah. keep in mind that folks that are in – of the people who transition from their – sex of birth yeah. at birth to the opposite sex yeah. don't want anything to do with this they want to be left alone they respect the people around them yeah. they are no different than you and i yeah. and so the idea that when i see people going in and yelling at those groups or blasting them online or saying things like that it really it kind of pisses me off because have you ever heard that the saying it takes 3.5% of a society, yeah. of a population to change the direction of, this, of the population. Yeah. The vast majority of people, of human beings, whether they are male, female, other, straight, gay, other, whatever, I don't even know how that works anymore. But the, of human beings, the vast majority believe in the values that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. They believe in leaving each other alone and respecting each other. It's a very small fringe minority with unacceptable views that believe their anti-human views should yeah. be pushed on the rest of us and we should adopt them as well. Yeah. So the just truth remember truth. that when you're interacting with people. Yeah. yeah. And every group, so for example, with the feminist movement, I know as a woman, I will literally like go against them. Why? Mm-hmm. Because only we women who brought that in, you know, when we were like, oh yeah, that makes sense, this makes sense. And then it got taken too far, only we can push it back. So if a guy comes into a feminist movement and he's like, oh, women shouldn't do that, you're in me, like, it's like, you're a goner. You're yeah, gonna get work. attacked. Yeah, it doesn't work. So we as women have to push back towards this toxic, um, like feminism, I don't even know what garbage. And so the LGBTQ community needs to start voicing, hey, we're not for this, this, you know, we want to just be left alone. We're just transitioning. And, you know, and I can totally understand that. Like, I honestly don't care what you do with your body, what you do with your beliefs. I always say everyone has their own prerogatives. And as long as we're polite and, you know, normal with each other out in society, that's all that matters. But if you're exposing yourself, I mean, to children of the opposite sex, especially being a male, you, you know, I think everyone can agree that that's completely wrong. I mean, that's just, that's demented. That Those are government agents trying to make your group look bad. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's only your group that can speak out for this. Because if I as a straight female come in there, I'm going to be called a bigot and, you know, a racist and all of this stuff, because they'll be like, Oh, well, you believe in God, and you're a conservative. So you have to hate that. It's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then you stop fighting it, because you're just like, whatever, just, you know, 
let them be. But so it has to be the group that pushed everything that has to push back. So even with uh, feminists, I mean, I push back on them all the time because they're just insane. They're like, oh, men are toxic. No, you're toxic. Like you're straight up the toxic ones. I mean, you're just like insane. Well, I don't know what's going on there, but y'all are unhinged and you need to be put on some like calming down pills because I mean, to be like grouping all men into one, it's just, it's just insane, you know? And then there's these women that are walking around. They're like, a man looked at me. Well, yeah, he's got eyeballs. He's got to see where he's going, you psycho. You know, and so you have to, like, start pushing these people back into their shadows, into their corners, until, like, all the way back to the hell holes that they pretty much crawled out of. Yeah. And it's it's definitely the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? So they're, they're the ones that we hear about all the time. And even if it's just a small percentage, they're definitely the ones that, uh, that we hear about. Uh, Chris... Well, Chris and I get trolled all the time uh, and and get slammed. And you know what? It's mostly as, hilarious. As much as I love like the, the, the like people saying you guys are great, blah, blah, blah. You get a hundred of those and you get one guy that just happens to be carry your mustache looks like you walk through a toilet with it or something. And that's all I think about. <laughs> oh really see i'm so good at trolling i have yeah. trolls i had one guy um he had a hidden hidden profile on his tiktok yeah he's like what's up with your forehead i'm like i'm gonna find you so i literally <laughs> found him i found his facebook found where he worked found everything and then i just wow. came back and i was like is this you is this your name is this where you work because i'm like your forehead is four times bigger blocked me literally and i'm like you can't run because i know where you are another yeah. girl said you say basically a lot so i just replied with basically 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 <laughs> for like four times That's and then right. she's yeah. like you're uneducated i'm like okay well i'm gonna find you because i'm really good with computers so i found her and i you know and i'm like is this yeah. you is it is this where you live you know you know you should probably close your facebook it's really open out there they're yeah. immediately scared of block. So they yeah. think that they're yeah. like really good behind the scenes. But once you put them to the light, you should yeah. see how fast these little rats and trolls run. So yeah. it's awesome. I, I love trolls. So like, and if you ever get funny. trolled, they, put me in there. They know. They know they're doing something wrong. They're, they know they're being pieces of shit. They yeah. know that. So they create fake Facebook profiles so they can be pieces of shit without yeah. their friends and family knowing because they're yeah. probably going to get called out for it. Like one of the things that I, that really, I, I don't know, I find it hilarious, but also disturbing at the same time is this very same people who say they advocate for gay rights and, and equality and all of these things, literally gay bash Carrie and I, even yeah. though we're not gay, no. while talking about how they advocate for the rights of all yeah. and the lack of logic and the irony in that and those actions that these people take is it's almost like it's it for a, it's in a movie you know it, yeah it almost seems like the psychology of most people these days have become um they're complete failures and so the only thing they have left is virtue signaling and yeah. being patted yeah. on the back by the media so yeah. you'll see a lot of people just virtue signaling with absolutely no substance to them um they have no friends they barely have anything you know they haven't accomplished anything in life so they're the only valid 
Yeah, they're completely insignificant on this planet. And if they disappear tomorrow, like society wouldn't even notice. And so the only validation that they get is through virtue signaling. And that's the only thing that they have. So you see all those stupid stickers on Facebook. I support this. Yeah, but what did you do besides click, click, click? Yeah. You know, use my I support yeah. the latest thing. Yeah. I support the latest thing and the media is going to be like, good job, little NPC. And that's yeah. all they have going for them because that's how easy they have made it to feel, feel successful. Yeah. But now they're the not real successful. sad part, the real sad part about that is I know that a, a lot of these folks um, that do the, that stuff to me and Carrie and like just other people, if they had, if we had met on other terms and got to know, know each other and become friends, they would actually be significant to me. Like, the, I, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the people that spend their time doing this and have no real significance could become infinitely significant to somebody who becomes their best friend or whatever, should they take the time to actually speak to them and get to know them instead yeah. of click, 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 click on the keyboard. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. And, it is sad and i feel sorry for some of these people but they're so vile sometimes that it's like if you think you can hide behind a screen and come and troll me just know there's a list i know who you are it just depends on how vile you are in that comment how far i'm gonna take it yeah. so it's kind of like i just decide i'm like ah, i'm not busy right now i'm like this person's just being you know yeah. a super douche i'm like yeah. i'm gonna go check out to see who they are and what they look like if they're going to make fun of me um so but i get the whole accent thing constantly oh uh, you can't pronounce things you can't this oh, and then i just boy. use their own liberal I'm like don't be a racist i'm not from here <laughs> you don't have an accent no you sound, That's perfect, what I thought. You sound perfectly canadian but i do yes. have a question yeah what's with the forehead I know, right? Sorry, no, I was looking at me. Sorry. Well, you gotta so you got a cap on. I got this big white spot from this spotlight above me, but that's okay. Uh, I have to use makeup to like make it smaller. I watched a YouTube video, but I was like, nah, that's too much. I'm like, no, nah, I'll just let it go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, you know, the people that, uh, that do the virtual signaling behind uh, behind the scenes, uh, you know, we actually gave them a little bit of power for a couple of years where they would be outside with masks on and then screaming at us yeah. if we weren't wearing ours. And I, I think they actually kind of like that power for a bit. Oh, they loved it. And the government knew that they would yeah. use these useless yeah. idiots. And that's literally what the government calls you in secret documents. You are yeah. useless idiots. Yeah. So you they're disposable to the government. Like the government doesn't want them because they're like social assistance type of yeah. people that don't want to work. Like they yeah. can work, but they don't want to because they can't yeah. make anything out of their lives. Yeah. So the government basically uses them um to traumatize people and now they're basically virtue signaling themselves to an early grave because they're probably on their seventh booster and they're just playing russian roulette at this point and it's like the government is going to get rid of you you're on the chopping block you you were used for what you needed to be used for and then they're going to get rid of you because you know we need room for those 15 minute prisons and then there's a lot of us in the country and in rural areas that need to be put in there so That's right. i yeah. mean People need to really start getting um, an independence on their own and mm -hmm. start taking responsibility for their own life um, and stop blaming anyone for basically anything. I mean, we are all put on this um, planet and everything works against us. 
from day one. So why are we working against each other? I mean, we're all in the same game. All the rules are rigged against us. So why are we making it 10 times harder by not working together and trying to elbow our way to like that corporate ladder that's basically just an illusion of success? I mean, it's just, it's sad. And I want people to really realize that if we don't start working together, we're all going down together. So. It's funny how even that saying we're all in this together was really good right at the beginning when it was stay at home and do all that. And then it seemed to transition to we're in this together. And it's like, oh, are you kidding me? Is that <laughs> you can say? But now we're almost coming full circle with that. And we really do have to. We're all in this together. Let's get along. And yeah. uh, they may as well have taken a bullhorn yeah. and stood up on the Sky Palace and said, yes, we're all in this together. <laughs> And drank some really bad Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> if the government says we're all in this together, red flag. If yeah, the rest good. of us are like, let's get together and work together, that's good. But if the government's like, we're in this together, no, we're not. You're in your mansion and on your private jets and your private yachts. Like, we're not in this together, dude. Like, the rest of us are in it together, but you guys are on a whole different playing field. So yeah. I, that's that was my favorite with Hollywood. They're like, we're in this together. I'm like, no, you're in a mansion, my dude. I know, <laughs> like, not even close to being how, you know, middle-class people are and, and yeah. what, what, what uh, issues they've got every day. It's like, oh, well, what do I take? Do I take the Ferrari or do I take the Benz today? You know, it's not, not quite the same. Um, Benz is so, it's not, all, I don't find it comfortable. <laughs> the Benz. The Benz. <laughs> the Benz. Um, I, I, you know, there, there's so much more that we could, we could talk about, but at the same time, you know, I, I do like kind of giving uh, questions out for, uh, for people. So if you do have any questions, uh, please, um, please uh, maybe in the comments, put uh, three question marks and then we'll be able to tell that it's an actual question as opposed to just statement. And then we can take a look at that. That's kind of the easiest way to go through this. Um, you know, there's been, uh, one of the things that's come up a couple of times is uh, talking about undrip. I don't know if you have any comments on on undrip for for the viewers. Ah, undrip. There's so much, pretty much with. Um, yeah, that is a whole nother subject. It, it um, is, and that could be a two-hour conversation all all to itself. Because, and and just in case people don't really know what that's about, it means you and. Uh, the United Nations Declaration of Declaration. Indigenous Rights. Or no, yeah. Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. That's right. So the idea behind that is that, in theory, they the government could give the land back to the Indigenous people. And the, the suspicion would be that if it was given back to the Indigenous and without proper planning, training, etc., they would essentially fold on this and they wouldn't be able to handle it. So then the UN would probably come in, snap it up and say, don't worry, we'll handle this for you. And then they would essentially take away all the, all the land. And this, this seems to have started already in, um, in Vancouver. And uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of bylaws out there that, that are basically pushing this, uh, this UNDRIP uh, um, reaction in vancouver to say you know this, this is, now is your 
Yeah. Yeah. This is basically another Trojan horse where I'm saying they use protected groups to yeah. Trojan horse their way into regulations. Yeah. And then they basically go, oh, well, you're the bad guys. We need to come in and take control yeah. over you. Mm -hmm. So anytime the UN says, oh, we're here to protect you or we're, they are not. They are literally the head of the snake. They're not for us. They're not for anybody. They're not for indigenous people. They're not for LGBTQ. They're not yeah. for anybody. So this is another Trojan horse um, thing. So I just want to let, you know, the communities who will be affected by UNDRIP mm -hmm. to really read the fine print because yeah. you will get screwed out of that. Um, the UN does not want the best for us. I mean, this this if the UN really wanted the best for us, um, Basically, since the 60s, they could have taken all of these billions and trillions of dollars that they're spending on these um, NGO groups, and they yeah. could have basically solved all of world's problems, including all of third world um, country hunger, uh, clean water for everybody. The amount of money that is being sent to um, foreign aid could have basically made clean pipelines for every indigenous community yeah. across yeah. Canada 10 times over. Yeah. So well, there's more there's more to that story. Though. I was going to say Chris knows a little bit more about that, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So basically, if the U.N. is trying to use a protected group, it's a Trojan horse tactic. And that's what will happen. And so do not trust that the U.N. is here to help. I know all about NATO. I went through a war. Yeah. They're like number one human traffickers when it comes to war. So like, and then there's proof and a movie out there and a whistleblower and like court documents stating this. So yeah. it's not just me talking out of my head, but yeah. um, definitely it's a Trojan horse um, yeah. tactic by the UN. So uh, a question, uh, do you think Alberta and Saskatchewan will privatize healthcare pros and cons? So I, maybe I'll, I'll start with that conversation is that, the amount of money that the pro that basically taxpayers pay for your healthcare is ridiculous, uh, and I believe it's forty percent uh, in Alberta, anyways. So let's just assume you make, you know, just math easy. Let's just say you make a hundred grand. Forty grand in taxes go back to Alberta Health Services and all that kind of stuff. If you ended up paying a flat tax and you ended up going through private healthcare, you could probably get a really good doctor with really good care for less than that. Now, I'm not advocating that that is what everybody should do, but I'm just putting it out there that that's the math. Now, if somebody was only making 30 grand, then that totally changes their, 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 their look at this. They would say, well, I can only make so much and, and I can only put so much into, uh, into healthcare. And I totally get that. So there has to be this happy medium in terms of uh, where that would be, right? You see this comment, Carrie? There is nothing in UNDREP that says we will have to give back our land. This story has been floating around for years. Can you actually quote a source? I've, I've actually, well, I can't quote anything initially, like right now, but I've seen uh, documents on it. And there was one in particular in Vancouver. And, and someone said, is there a bylaw? What's the bylaw? I actually said the wrong, wrong term. It's not a bylaw. I think it was actually a document that uh, was through the city planners in Vancouver. And, uh, and you know what, if, if I can probably come back and, uh, and cite some sources, we weren't really even prepared to talk about UNDRIP right now. So that I follow a lot of, poli of Alberta politicians. I keep posting that they need to talk about agenda 2030, UNDRIP and SOGI. And then I get harassed and accused of trying to get Notley voted in. How can I shut down these people? 
<sighs> the NDP well, is part of the WEF, and they're part of all of this. So I'm not yep. sure if these people understand that the liberal global agenda is the NWO. Yeah. So there's more, there's, there's more to it than that. Our conservative governments at both levels um, have engaged with WEF partners for specific things. Yeah. Uh, there's there's WEF partnered lobbyist groups that actually lobby our current conservative government. And so this, the issues that we have with what the global agenda is trying to put into our politics and our policies is not directly linked to party lines. Um, The NDP and the Liberals are very open about it. The NDP manifesto reads like like a Karl Marx playbook. Yes, it does. It literally says that people can't own anything and they have to be happy. Yeah. Government owns businesses. Government controls everything. Tells you where you live. It literally says those things. What's happened with the conservative governments is, like as you mentioned, those NGOs have infiltrated our country, and they've become the squeaky wheel that's getting the oil. So they've held these protests. They've they've been that three three percent of people that's changed the direction of our society because the rest of us conservative minded individuals are too busy being conservative minded, thinking about ourselves at home. So. this comment about, you know, how do we get this conversation within our own government without being shut down and saying we're trying to get Notley in? Yeah. Use facts. Just use facts. Because when people say to me, oh, you know, if you're talking about that stuff, you must be an NDP supporter. Number one, I want to backhand them, but mm-hmm. I won't because I have pretty hands. And number two, my feelings about what those people are saying are less important than the facts at hand like mm-hmm. the facts are all of our different parties have been infiltrated by these types of ideas and policies yeah and those people's feelings that i'm trying to get the ndp elected by talking about it are completely ir- irrelevant and and insignificant honestly mm-hmm. and if people are unwilling to have those conversations or identify that those are things that have to be addressed with any government that we have i would say that not only do they not really care about our province and our country, but they're they're probably too much of a chicken shit to actually do anything meaningful anyway. Mm-hmm. All you'll hear, for, hear from them is, do this so we don't get Notley. Well, that's mm-hmm. not a good enough yeah. reason for me. Yeah, that's right. I was going to finish off my conversation about the Saskatchewan and uh, and Alberta privatized healthcare and then uh, pros and cons. So one of the one of the pros that I think and and yeah I'll I'll, I'll admit it I'm a bit of a capitalist I guess and uh, you know the the nice thing about if you were able to pick your own doctor and pick your own nurse or whatever pick your own clinic is if you went there and you weren't happy with with their diagnosis or whatever you could go and find someone else in this system you're pretty much stuck with whatever doctor you can possibly get because there is such a shortage right now that i know there are people that just don't have a doctor so they'll walk into their medi center or whatever it is and that's their doctor now and they haven't gone shopping for a doctor that is whatever the doctor says to do that's what they're doing and and again it's just because that is free healthcare. so yeah it's not free but the other thing is yeah. The same people that say the rich and the, the super rich should pay more of their fair share. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that we can, you know, yeah. everybody else can have a better life. Yeah. Why would you not want to afford them the opportunity to spend their own money on their health care and yeah. and 
and not back up or clog up the the public healthcare system, which mm -hmm. is not free. I mean, it's that it's certainly not free. Nothing's free. No, no. Our healthcare is the majority of our taxes in this province, yeah. and it comes right out of our pockets. Yeah, um, it's it actually costs three times as much as it should because the government runs it and we let them poorly do it without any accountability. Yeah. yeah. So I lived in Australia for a year and they actually had a two system. They had private health care and public health care. Yeah. And so if you used public health care, um, your taxes went towards that. And if you okay. use private health care, only a tiny percent went to that, because generally speaking, you're in an upper bracket if you're using private health care. Yeah. And I think where people are getting wrong with um, health care is they're comparing it to the United States. Yeah. That is a capitalistic yeah. health care. Yeah. So in Australia, I went to a private um, clinic and it all only costed me $80 to see a doctor. And I walked in five minutes, got my thing, and it was only 80 bucks. Wow. Um, in the States, it's 150 um, just to visit a doctor. So uh, when people are saying, oh, well, we're, I won't be able to afford. Yeah. Yeah. And I know. In no, even yeah. private healthcare is affordable as long as you don't let it get out of control like it is in the States with the capitalistic sense of it. But in Australia, it works perfectly well because it basically takes away pressures on the public health care if you can afford it. So someone like me who's never gone to the doctors or barely goes, I mean, you know, it basically helps with taking the load and the pressure off the public um, system. So I would just go to a private health care, pay my $80 or 150 whatever. And um, I understand that like some of my tax money will have to go to funding the public health care system. And I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I mean, that's what taxes are is basically kind of putting every Everybody in there but stop being so afraid just because the united states and you hear these crazy numbers i mean mm -hmm. if it was really that bad no one would be giving birth or going to the hospital in the states you know these are these little like fear mongering things you just hear from yeah. the tv just for yeah. propaganda purposes yeah um there was a question that came up uh does the healthcare offer at, in alberta hinge on the digital IB being in implemented. And I know Danielle Smith made a, a comment about that, that she supports what uh, Scott Moe in, um, in Saskatchewan uh, is doing, but she never actually said digital ID is off the table. So Okay, I can chime in on this as I'm a chimer. Yes, you are a chimer. So here's the thing with healthcare. Healthcare is a provincial jurisdiction. We yes. have sovereign jurisdiction over administration of our healthcare, according to the constitution. The federal government is supposed to help us with infrastructure. So what the federal government is doing by asking for Alberta, all the provinces to have a federal health ID is they are trying to purchase the sovereign jurisdictions that the provinces now hold over our health administration and they're trying to do it with our own money. And you might say, like I said before, oh, what a great idea. We could share all this information. Mm -hmm. No, because you remember when the federal government told us that we couldn't access any federal buildings, federally regulated businesses, anything without a jab or a mask or whatever. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Well, it would be the same thing when it came to healthcare. Yeah. Healthcare would only be administered according to what the federal government said. So this is very, very dangerous. It's a very dangerous thing for confederation because the purpose of confederation was to limit the power of the federal government so that they were not a national government. They were simply uh, a federal government responsible for a few things and the provinces maintained their sovereign jurisdiction 
in most areas most. of the Constitution. That's right. yeah. And the reason for that is because the founding fathers of this country mm-hmm. understood that regional differences matter. They matter. And our our cultural regional differences, our economical, our economic regional differences, they matter. And so they've given us that that sovereignty. You see mm-hmm. how this works? Yeah. But the federal government right now is trying to purchase that sovereignty with our own money. And it will only lead to, to bad things. Mm. In my humble opinion, as a burger flipper. <laughs> Aren't we all burger flippers? <laughs> in the summer, for sure. You know, it, it's amazing how we even got down this path in terms of where, where we are. Because, yeah, I was, uh, I own a, a, this way, jukebox and arcade games company. And, um, and then I got into uh, uh, owning a bar and it was shut down when we uh, said, screw this to the masks and, and all that. And AHS came and shut us down. That's kind of what it was. And, um, and even with, with, you know, I'm still doing the jukeboxes. I'm still hosting karaoke and DJing and, and entertaining as, as much as possible. If, if this is even called entertainment. Um, and this is certainly not where I would have planned my life even three years ago. And, and Chris, for sure, he got off the rigs and he ended up wanting to be closer to his family. So it is why, and his wife, I got out of the oil patch (laughs) because I love the oil patch. I got out of the oil patch and got into the restaurant business because I wanted to be in a business that the government didn't have their fingers in and affected me so much. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, and then of course, Chris standing up and uh, to the government. And uh, so that's, that's basically how we got here in a, in a very quick nutshell. And so it's amazing how paths change and um, you know, and even, and even talking to you, I mean, there's certainly no way three years ago, we would have even had this conversation. Honestly, I didn't even care about politics three years ago. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I was obsessed with politics, so I, I've been beacon online. I've been in yeah. Facebook jail for years. 2020 yeah. came, I was like permanently. I would get out five minutes later. I would just, I would just log back in. They're like, right. "No, you made a violation three years ago. <laughs> you're, you're going back." And I was like, "Oh, okay. This is, this is getting out of control." So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I definitely didn't see myself here at all. I thought mm. I would just work in the backgrounds and hopefully people would wake up because yeah. honestly, I'm scared black SUVs are going to show up. I'm getting deported. Like yeah. I'm going to put me in a shipping container and send me back to like Serbia. Um, that's what I'm waiting for, for the amount well, of hopefully, things I've said. Hopefully you have somebody that you, you can talk to like once a day to just verify that you're still there. Yeah, I do with my husband. I'm like, are you alive? Any black SUVs on time? He's like, no, we're still clear. I'm like, good. Then I text my parents. I'm like, y'all are, are alive. I'm like, any black SUVs? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, we all ha- we all have someone that we should at least be in contact with just to make sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I don't I don't think the black SUVs are coming for us. We're just we're just small fish in a big frying pan. That's yeah, true. maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just like I, making jokes. Um, I also I always say like there's an NSA guy listening, and sometimes I'll text my husband. I'll be like, "Good morning, Roger, the NSA dude who's listening. How's your morning going?" Hope you're uh, eating breakfast really well. My mom, right. I told my mom that. She's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, what if there really is one? I'm like, well, I want him to feel included. You don't want exactly. him to feel out. Yeah. He's just doing his job, you know? Yeah. yeah. We've heard those FBI stories for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we're at an hour and a half then. Uh, any any last thoughts that you want to belt out or, you know, anything, Just anything that... Please, people, do your research. Read the yeah. fine print. Um, these organizations are not for us. They don't care about the environment. You know, I mean, if they really did, they would stop flying in private jets and paper yeah. straws are just virtue signaling. Yeah. There's so many better ways we could have solved all of the problems they say we're having. This is yeah. just a tactic to fear monger and to take away our rights. Please read 1984. Everything will make sense um, of what's happening. So and and do your research. That doesn't mean go on someone's Facebook page and listen to them talk about it. That means watch videos like this and then go to the source. Yeah. If you see a video on Facebook talking about how El Salvador gives out um, COVID packs containing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, go follow check the it Ministry out. of Health in El yeah. Salvador and in your best yeah. broken Spanish, ask them if it's true. These things aren't that <laughs> difficult. If you yeah. hear someone saying, Agenda 2030 says this, yeah. go on the United Nations website, yeah. read Agenda 2030 and find out for yourself. Yeah. That's how you, how you research this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And likewise, you know, it, it, there are people that send me stuff and, uh, and I know it's not true. And I'll go back and say, no, this was, this is not, this is totally not blah, blah, blah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's you're just kind of policing it so that it doesn't look like all of a sudden everything is is all about balloons. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do you mean baroons? <laughs> balloons. I got some. Uh, balloons. <laughs> I can't believe we're like shooting down balloons with like million dollar like equipment. Well, not, you know, I can't believe our prime minister asked. Joe Biden to shoot down a balloon for us. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Can I, can I uh, get this shot down for me? Uh, thank yeah. you. Uh, it was totally my call. It was totally my call. It's totally my call. Yeah. It's like, okay, there, Biden. I've yeah, seen, yeah. I've seen the rubber ducky socks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Joe Biden doesn't even know what planet he's on. No, you know? Well, so. <laughs> he's not the real Joe Biden anyways. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> they, they can never get the ears right. <laughs> they really oh, can't. <laughs> It's because he's been dead for a year and he's starting to get soft. <laughs> yeah, weekend, at, awesome. weekend at Biden's president edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's wearing the glasses sideways. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was great. Well, thank you so much again for uh, for coming on our show, Diana. Uh, it's uh, great to to be able to meet you and to, to have a conversation. And by all means, yeah, if uh, if people need to get a hold of you, let me, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I have your page still up here. I just want to call that up and then they can, uh, let's share this page here and, uh, and by all means, follow her and, um, not literally yeah. on no, TikTok. No, that's, 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 yeah, just, yeah. There we go. So you can show that there, Chris. Um, so it's Tumblr at truth seek zero one zero zero or zero one one whatever oh, look at that so, you're in two do you have uh is there a reason for that is that binary for 11 or something or what, what, what's the actual uh, it's a it's a matrix code um, oh, okay. okay it's a matrix exit code 
Um, okay. It's not complete, but there definitely is significance to that. Okay, and Twitter wouldn't cool. let me use Truth Seeker, so yeah. I have to put Truth Seek on there. But yeah, it's okay. a it's a matrix exit code. <laughs> okay, awesome. So there you go. So Twitter, Rumble, Instagram, and and you put out quite a quite a few videos, uh, like once a week or once. Well, I guess probably maybe once every like Chris and I, if there, if there's something important, we seem to get off our keisters and actually try and post something. Yeah, I try and do one one every day, but I'm in uh, TikTok jail yeah, until yeah. the 15th, so I have to like find something else to do. So I'm just trolling Trudeau on Twitter, like nice. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I figure I'm well, like, if you're are... gonna kick me off TikTok, might as well troll Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> these are like what's on the screen here. That's kind of a whole bunch of days close together. Uh, I believe so. There's a couple where there's a week. Um, I think where I didn't have anything, then I've got my pinned videos where um, the Epstein videos are going viral again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I've not even turned on TikTok because there's yeah. so many Hollywood lovers that yeah. get mad at me. Like, my superstar would not do this. It's like, oh, yeah, yes, they whatever. would. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they would, buddy. Please, please just yeah. go away. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The reason then, I ask is because it's awfully suspicious if these are so close in date that your hair is different from time to time, which suggests oh, really? that some of these videos were done years ago and you're actually a government psyop. Oh yeah, apparently I worked for the Mossad and, uh, or Putin KGB. And yeah. I was like, man, can they put me somewhere cooler? Cause like my internet signal sucks. Uh, like boo to like yeah, my, KGB guy who hired me. So definitely, yeah, I've been, uh, oh, I got accused of uh, being one of the cabal. I'm like, really? That, like, where's my private jet? Where, where's my money? Yeah, yeah, where's, where's my, my money? money? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's great. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely keep following you. And uh, if there's another opportunity to do uh, another show like this, by all means, that would be great. Uh, I know absolutely. we're... We're, we have one video on tick, on TikTok and it's our uh, our convoy song. <laughs> but as you can tell, Chris and I can't do anything within three minutes. <laughs> okay, it's all good. I'm like I'm, I try and get to the point. I see that timer and I'm like, no, 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 and sometimes yeah. I don't even make sense. So, the only yeah. way I think I could do it would be to have some points and just talk about one or two points, and that would be it. That would be my three minutes. I have an idea. What's that? You get some shock collars that have timers. Ah, that's a great idea. You know, you know, all you need is just a, a stopwatch on your phone there, too. That way you know it's yeah, fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to try that. All right. Well, in the name of uh, promptness, yes. I guess we should wrap this up. Thank you very awesome. much for having Again, us yes. talk with us. Thank you. Thank you very for entertaining and enlightening all at the same time. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Great. Well, thank you. And we will... Uh, talk to you again soon. Thank you. Definitely keep in touch. Thank you so much for having Thank me you. on your show. It's an honor. Thank you. Excellent. Thank, Thank you. you. And Chris, Chris and I, I think we're going to stay on okay. and we're wrap up. I'll boot myself. Okay. 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 Bye guys. Get yourself out or <laughs> get to work. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I don't know. Well, that was great. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It was fun and uh, interesting to talk and maybe, maybe we'll get banned too. One can only hope. Look, if, if we get banned, that's one less thing that we have to do on our plate of many, huh? many things to do. You know what? I love having friends like Ken. <laughs> I can bring one. <laughs> yes, bring please. One. Yeah, there you go. Just get your ass back out here, Ken, and cattle prod Carrie and I to hurry up our shows. That would make a great show. 
Oh, man. Uh, the only two things I really wanted to bring up was that uh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. What'd you get me? Uh, steak and lobster. You got me steak and lobster. No, I didn't even get you that. What? There better be steak and lobster when I get out to the whistle stop. What did I get you? <laughs> I got wait, you a three-legged cat. Wait. That's what you got me. Oh, I wore my Paps shirt the other day. Yeah. It was a pretty comfy shirt. It's an awesome shirt. They should all be made with that uh, that beer-like material. Beer-like material. Yeah, yeah it's very soft. Very airy. Yeah. So all I wanted to mention is that we've got uh, Farm Fest going on tomorrow. So there's uh, if you go to farmfestcanada.com, uh, there's a map there and a schedule of where the convoys are going in, well, in Canada, I guess. We're more specifically talking about Alberta. And it's leaving from all points beyond and converging on the whistle stop tomorrow. I think around, what, 2 o'clock? Yeah, converging. So I'm not going to... Actually, you know what? I could probably do that. Give me a second. I'll see if I can quickly call that up. Um canada.com speaking of speaking of tomorrow i was thinking about our conversation earlier and i think you should just come up early should i just come up okay then i'll come up early and uh and just drink beer or should i actually do something i won't be able to drink beer because i'm an no. adlc licensed uh licensed that is very true that um, is very true in a liquor establishment so i am unable to consume alcohol on my ship. no that's right too I'll, uh, I'll share this screen. It's uh, there. You go. You can probably call that screen up. It's ah, uh, I see. It's it. a little uh, hard to see, but they do show the different maps. Uh, there's the whistle stop right there, and uh, they show going from Red Deer and from uh, what is it? Killam? Is that what it says? And yep. Ka I don't know what that is. Cashier? Casher? Casker? Uh, I'll say yes. What does that say? Can you zoom it in? Uh, um, oh, I guess I can. Okay. What was oh, I look at that. Just Whoa, you're, you're zooming all over. I'm not even sure how this works. Oh, I can do this. Oh, there you go. Caster. So Alliance, Killam, Caster, and Red Deer. And then there you go. So I'm going to be in Red Deer first. Actually, no, I'm not because now i got to come up and help you. But otherwise, I would have gone to Red Deer Get first. Get to. Get to. Get to. And then come over here. Look at this. It's like a giant video game. Landing on Mir. Um, and here we are. Here's uh, what's going on. Festivities start at 2. Uh, I got Misty, Brad, uh, Granny Margaret, uh, some insignificant guy doing something here. Uh, we got Misty and RC the Rapper, and we got Jesse Hall after that. So, And we've got, um, after the event, Chris has a surprise dinner planned. And this is the okay. dinner. This is so much for a surprise. I know. Well, it's not a surprise anymore because if it's listed, it's not a surprise. Um, lobster tail, steak, mushroom risotto. What? Three mushroom risotto. Three, not just one mushroom. It's the whole three mushrooms. Three of them. So there you go. So we can, uh, if you don't have plans, it's a Tuesday. I didn't come up with that. I would much rather have a holiday on a Saturday. Um, and I, I'm one of those weirdos that think that Halloween should just be on like a Saturday. It should be. Yeah. All the time. To, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well then that's good. Valentine's Day should always be on a Friday. Yeah. I, th I kind of thought I was the weirdo thinking that, but, uh, well, you are a weirdo, but not about that. <laughs> 
So anyway, so that's uh, that's what's going on tomorrow. And uh, we're also doing some fundraising for the uh, the Coots guys, uh, Chris, Jerry, Tony, and Chris. And uh, Granny Margaret's coming out, and she's going to be selling some um, uh, bumper stickers and some signage to get the go word out. Go up a little bit on that, Carrie. Up? Go up. Yep, there you go. So oh, you yeah. asked about the fundraiser. Yes. And oh, here's yeah. the info for the fundraiser. Donations, e-transfer uh, e to FarmFest donations at Gmail. Um, a statement at the end of the event will show all monies donated, all expenses paid, and any amounts over and above will be split half going to various farming community food banks. So there you go. Awesome. And the other half? And then the other half is going to uh, Granny McKay, uh, McKay's uh, fundraising for the four Coots prisoners. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's on a Tuesday. So if you're not working, then come Even on. Even if you're working, you just call in. Call in uh, sick. Yes, just yes. you have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, there are rules. Oh, there's rules. Yeah. There there rule. Oh, look. Number five is alcohol and drugs are not permitted. So I can't, I guess, can't be drinking beer. And you know what? It's during the day, anyways. I don't have to. Everyone's expected clean up, no illegal activities, respect the rights, no violence. Follow any rules. That's that's good. Oh, and wear a red handkerchief to farm fest. That's right. Oh, I need to find. Oh. I've, got, I've got a red handkerchief. Crap. I just need to find. I was it. supposed to order a box of those from Holland, and I totally dropped the ball. Oh. And I didn't order them. Maybe you can get them uh, FedExed <sighs> for tomorrow morning. We're just having. We're gonna have to go out there and get them. <laughs> uh, okay, so then that's that part, and then the the next one. Was uh, a bit of self promotion. Let me see if I can go to uh, uh, that. Self what? Self promotion. Not oh, I even you said something else. It is uh, the webinar on Wednesday. We are actually talking. Uh, is it not showing up on here? Wait a minute. I love a live show. You just never know what's going to happen. No, that's YouTube videos. That's not what I want. Let's go back out here. What? Look, look at this. What? What'd you do? Yellowstone fruit. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Good job. I heard that they were doing auctions too. So I'm, I have no idea whether or not we're doing auctions. I uh, drove by there in the Grand Torino yesterday and honked you? the horn. There was no one there. I honked anyway. Oh, that's good. I'm going to look under the uh, here. So I'm on the albertaprosperityproject.com website, and uh, I'm looking for – I can't find the uh, the webinar. But the webinar on Wednesday is with uh, Michelle Sterling from Friends of Science, and we are actually talking about very very much what we talked about today. We're talking about 15-minute uh, cities. Can you scroll uh, down, Carrie? Some of the U – what's that? Just scroll, scroll down. down a bit. UN uh, Agenda. Um, that's Coffee Meet. See, it would have shown up in here because uh, tomorrow is like, or Wednesday is the 15th, right? I don't know. I'll post something. Uh, actually, you know what? Can we wrap this up and just do another quick video about this stuff? Yes. Just so we can break it up into two separate things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I guess we're wrapping it up. <laughs> if you want to protect it, wrap it up. <laughs> You remember that? I don't. Yes, oh. I do. Yes, I do. 
All right. All right. Well, thanks, folks. Uh, we definitely got a little bit off track, but I hope that you got That's some nice. good information and you were able to see the upcoming uh, things that are going on, specifically the Farm Fest meeting in at the Whistle Stop in Mir. Now, yep. uh, just to be clear, this isn't an event that Carrie and I have organized or anything like that. Uh, the organizers of the event simply asked if they could use my facility to meet and gather, of That's which true. I, of course, said yes as I uh, had a group meet in the cafe today and share some ideas and some opinions, not all of which I agree with, but I don't have to agree with their opinions to listen to them. Right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, it was good. So that's, that's why we're doing this. And, and they chose the whistle stop because they want to support my business and we have the space and facility to do it. So please join us there tomorrow. And if you can stick around for Valentine's day dinner, people, people keep phoning and asking, how much? It is $100 for two people for steak and lobster, which I think is a well, pretty awesome. freaking good price. Yeah. Considering that I priced it before I realized how much lobster went up and uh, yeah, margin's a little tight on that one. But anyway, that's what it is. That's so awesome. be great to see you there. Okay, perfect. Great. Well, then we will wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Okay, good night, folks. Uh, come on back right away and we're going to do another quick video about some yes. of the other stuff. APP stuff coming up. Okay. How do I work this thing? Do God, I leave the studio? Do I kill the studio? Judas Priest. You can figure it out.